Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sports. I'm John Norman in Barbados, where there was some surprising news in today's press conference. You know, I've been travelling with England now for quite some time. I think it's the right time for me personally to move on. The end of September um, would have been the absolute ideal. But as I say, things don't always work out in an ideal world. So uh, as I say, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time um, and you know, looking forward to something very special to move into. England coach Paul Farbrace announcing that he is is to walk away from the England side at the end of this series and to take up a post at Warwickshire. So big surprise and a man who really uh, has been at the forefront of England's ODI successes since 2015 won't be around to see if uh, England can take World Cup honours later this year. We'll hear more from Paul Farbrace as well as Shea Hope. We have been on top of a mountain because we knew it was a big mountain to climb knowing um, criticism that we've been getting for the last couple of weeks and just to see the performance that we put in as a team to get that test series win and hopefully we can transfer that into the audio. The West Indian cricketer in conversation with Andrew McKenna. We're all looking forward very much so to the return of Chris Gale uh, but also some big team news uh, in and around the West Indies side which you will hear later on in the show. If you like what you hear be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of the Caribbean. You're listening to Following On. Hello and welcome to this uh, special following on podcast. It's uh, myself, John Norman, uh, and with the team flying to or from Barbados back to England, there's uh, no Gareth Batty. He'll be with us tomorrow for the warm-up, which you can follow on TalkSport 2 and uh, on TalkSport uh, reports throughout the day from the three W's over where we were at the start of the tour for two two-day warm-up games ahead of the Test Series. Uh, the England team, well, they've arrived, uh, the ODI side, that is. Adil Rashid was supposed to be talking to the press, but in a late change to the uh, advertising, uh, it was actually Paul Farbrace who fronted up. Let's hear what he had to say to Andrew McKenna. Well, Paul, big day. We're about to go into the one-day series, but on a personal level, big announcement. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's uh, a fantastic opportunity for me to join... Uh, a brilliant club like Warwickshire. Um, you know, I don't think I've made any secret the fact that I'm ambitious and keen to uh, to move on. But obviously, the timing isn't absolutely ideal with the World Cup just around the corner, the Ashes in this summer as well. It's a fantastic year for English cricket, but uh, you know, the timing never 
doesn't always work out perfectly as you'd want it. Um, and hopefully the, uh, you know, there'll be a, a, a very easy handover and uh, the team continue to move forward. It's not just about you know, one coach, it's about the team playing well on the pitch and you know, we all contribute. There's a lot of people working in the background and we all contribute hopefully towards the team. Was there any chance, do you think, in the back of your mind of staying with England? Or Because quite often a head coach and an assistant get viewed as a partnership with Trevor moving on. Was it always the case that you had to move on as well? Um, not necessarily. I think I spent a lot of time um, since Trevor um, recently. Trevor obviously talked about the fact he was going to move on. Um, and that made me think very carefully about uh, what I wanted to do next. And, you know, there was some... You know, nice people saying that uh, you know I might have a chance to get in his job when he finishes. But uh, to be perfectly honest, you know I, I've been travelling with England now for quite some time. I think it's the right time for me personally to move on. The end of September um, would have been the absolute ideal. But as I say, things don't always work out in an ideal world. So uh, you know I, I'm uh, as I say I've thoroughly enjoyed my time um, and, and you know looking forward to something uh, very special to move into. The majority of your coaching career has been coaching. Director of sports, not having been part of the negotiations, to me sounds like a role that might be slightly more suit-based or maybe even, dare I say it, desk-based. Yeah, it definitely won't be suit-based and it definitely won't be desk-based. The, um, no, the, the, the brief is, it is wide and that's why it's called sport director rather than director of cricket as maybe some of the other clubs have, is that it is right across the board. It involves the women's setup as well. It involves the pathway, age groups, um, the academy into second team and obviously into first team as well. So it's a wide-ranging role. It's not going to be a hands-on coaching role. It is going to be a more of an overseeing role, but that's something that really excited me to the role. The fact that you, know, you can help young players and take them through the pathway both boys and girls men and women you want them to be as successful as possible it's a huge club it's got fantastic facilities got a magnificent stadium one of the best in world cricket uh, and it's got a group of very talented players so you know there's so many things that make it appealing to me and yes it will be slightly different to what I've done but ultimately it's still the game of cricket and still looking for success on and off the field. Is there also a sense I mean you've been with England five years and obviously done a lot of cricket before that that actually to put roots down to be in one place because this is a job that does take you away from home a hell of a lot is there a sense that okay now's the time to do that yes there is I mean that that's that was definitely one of the factors that uh you know we chatted about my wife and I spoke about you know what was the what was what did the next step look like did it uh involve staying in international cricket did it maybe involve going to another international team and and living and working overseas but I think at this moment in time it works really well for us um, and and we're very happy with it so yeah I mean the the, uh, there's always something in international cricket to lure you into another series and another summer another winter um, and it's an exciting place to be there's no two ways about that And and I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with England it's been you know, it's been an absolute pleasure for someone who wasn't good enough even to get close to playing for England to actually have the chance to be in the England dressing room working with the best players uh, and to see the best players playing against the best players across the world at the best stadiums. You know, that's something that money can't buy. So, I, you know, I've been extremely fortunate. Um, and, and as I say, I've thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. So I guess you're looking to go out with a bang then? Well, I, I just want the team to continue to play well. Nothing changes for me, whether I'm... Uh, you know, whether I'm finishing at the end of this series or not, I want the team to play well, as I always do. And, I, you know, I'm, 
I love winning, I hate losing um, and I just want the, the England team to keep playing well, to keep winning and obviously keep the momentum that they built up brilliantly over the last few years into the World Cup. It's a, it's a huge um, opportunity for this one day side and, and this World Cup has come at the right time for this group of players. You know, they're playing fantastic cricket and we want them to continue playing that and whether I'm involved or not, I want England to keep doing well and keep being successful. Just on the squad, obviously a disappointment in the Test Series but they at least finished with a bit of a high in winning the third test. Do you sense that almost this has come as the right time, the one-day series, new players arriving to give it some fresh impetus, or did you feel that that win actually sort of kick-started it anyway? No, I, I think it was great from the test team's point of view to finish on a high. I think it showed that there is real character in the side, and you know we all suffered badly at the hands of the West Indies and the defeats that we had in the first two games because they were bitterly disappointing games. We know we didn't play as well as we can do, uh, and we're all disappointed. We share that disappointment. You know, we enjoy the winning as a team, and we share the disappointment when we lose. Um, but I, I think this is a separate thing. The lads are, that have come into it, it's a bit like at the end of any series when players go out and new players come. You always feel like as a as a freshness about it people come in they haven't been involved for a little while they're really eager and they want to get going again um, and, and that's a great that's a great thing to have but I, I think the two are very separate and I think this one day side you know that they, they have a very balanced very settled side um, and there's an awful lot of competition for places and I think that we see that in practice every day. People are desperate to get in that 11. They know that if you start in the 11, you're pretty much going to stay in the 11 for the for the series. And that's something that Morgs and Trev have done exceptionally well. Uh, there's great competition. And equally, everybody knows that only 15 are going to be picked for the World Cup squad. And everybody wants to be in that 15. But ultimately, everybody wants to be in that starting 11 against South Africa at the Oval. Just finally, how excited are you looking forward to taking on this West Indian squad? Bearing in mind, they are now pre-stacked. Chris Gale is back. Brathwaite's in there, it's been all confirmed today. Everyone's talked about oh, whether well, sometimes the West Indies are a little bit weaker for this reason. That this is a stacked team, this is going to be a challenge. Well, I, I, uh, I actually said in Barbados for the test series that you know you never underestimate any international team uh, and there was a lot of talk about you know us beating them comfortably in the test series that was never going to be the case that was never ever going to be the case and this one day series will be no different they're a fantastic side they're an exciting side you know I, I grew up watching the you know the West Indian team of old and you know it was a series I always love watching it's a series I always you know you hope that as a kid you might be part of it one day well I'm you know I'm part of that now in the coaching setup and I'm thoroughly looking forward to it I look forward to every England West Indies series but you know I think this could be a very special one. So surprising news there, Paul Farbrace to step down as coach uh, within the England setup following the conclusion of this limited over series against West Indies. Uh, we wish him all the best, of course. Um, he uh, obviously fills some big shoes over at Warwickshire, but it'll be a big loss to the England setup who've uh, got used to him, as have the media actually, over the last four years. So that was a bit of a surprise. Um, there was also another press conference today, not at the team hotel, the England team hotel. We hot footed it over to the Kent. Kensington Oval, where the West Indies were training, and batsman Shay Hope spoke to Macca. Shay, take me inside the West Indian team room at the moment. The last week's got to have been a great place. Is it still bouncing around full of energy? <laughs> yeah, we, we have been on top of a mountain because we knew it was a big mountain to claim, knowing um, criticism that we've been getting for the last couple of weeks. And just to see the performance that we put in as a team to get that test series win, and hopefully we can transfer that into the ODIs. One final question on the Test Series. Did you think that that series result was possible coming in? I mean, how much did you genuinely believe? Sportsmen always believe and teams always believe, yeah, we're going out there to win. Of course they do. But how much did you believe that it was actually possible? Because a lot of people thought England were coming here and it was going to be straightforward. 110%. 
whenever I step up to the field with my team, I always believe that we're going to win. And I think everyone should have that same mindset, regardless of who you're playing against or where you're playing. And especially since we're playing at home, we're going to use those advantages for us. And I'm sure that we, 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 as long as we got on top of them in the first game, that we could finish off the series. So we're coming into the one-day series. The West Indies have had to make three changes from the squad that was initially announced. So sad for Kimo Paul from what happened, obviously, in St Lucia. But yeah. it's a heck of a strong squad you've still got. Yeah, exactly. Um, no one likes to see injuries, especially being the reason for someone being left out. But it's part of the sport. It's part of, of sport in general. Um, but to say, yeah, we, we do have some quality replacements. So I'm sure the guys can definitely fill those boots or, or even go better. So just to look forward to the series and make sure everyone can play, play their role and play their part and we're going to win. There's a name on the, the squad list. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to make a player or not. Uh, Christopher Henry Gale. <laughs> um, do you know much about him? I'm not sure. Who is he? Where, where is he from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's, he's someone that any team would cherish, you know. He brings a lot of experience. He's got tons of running in all three formats, so I'm sure the guys are going to be looking up to him and if he can bring that positive energy in the dressing room that we're going to go in places. I mean, he, joking aside, he has played everywhere, has yeah. done everything. Just him walking in, it, it's got to lift the place, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. As I said, he brings a lot to the dressing room. He knows how cricket plays. He's been around for a long time, so as I said, we can share, he can share some of those memories with us and we can build as a team and, and get some good wins. Is it important, though, to just not not make it about him because of course he's one man as part of a team you can't all say oh well Chris will do it you've actually all got to do your part as well yeah definitely it's a team sport every team sport everyone has to pull their weight we can't just depend on one particular player whether it's Chris whether it's Jason you know just make sure that we all pull our weight and make it easier for the team to win so the ODI series starts here in Bridgetown on Wednesday and we are hearing it is going to be busy and it's going to be loud do you get the impression that maybe the locals have watched the test matches and they're going to come out and support you even harder? Well, hopefully. Um, it's, it's a good thing that we gave them something to show about from the test series. And it's nice to see that everyone's cheering, everyone's chirpy, about, especially about this whole day series. So there's a lot to look forward to. And hopefully we can give those performances to get them coming out every single time we have games here in Bristol. Do you talk at all about the World Cup? Because it's something that really annoys me is the fact we're always looking further down the line so people are already talking about the World Cup ahead of the Test Series people were asking the England players about the Ashes we yeah. kind of forget about the series that we've actually got to play here and now yeah but as you say you do have to look down the road you have to look at um, your strategies your formations what you really want to do in the World Cup so you have to kind of use that use these series leading up to the World Cup as a gauge but as you say, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself. You've got to really look at what you have in front of you at a particular point and try to get over that hurdle. So is this a really good series then for the West Indies at this time in the fact that it's one of the best sides in the world that you're playing against mm -hmm. and you have also can use it as part of your preparation for the World Cup? Correct, exactly. We can kill two birds in one stone, definitely. Um, England, best side in the world right now. And it's definitely going to show us where we are as a cricket team. And we know it's not going to be easy for them to play us here in, in the Caribbean because we know our conditions, we know, we know what we, we're coming with. So, as I say, it's going to be a challenging series, but one definitely I'm looking forward to. That's all we have for you today on the following on podcast, but uh, we will be back tomorrow following play in the one warm-up game between now and the start of the ODIs. It takes place at the 3Ws, and myself and Andrew McKenna will be in position throughout the day. You can hear reports live from the ground on TalkSport and TalkSport2. 
To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.